This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Sharla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast where we discuss life, love, and the pursuit of Christ. I am your host, Charlotte Walker, and I'm super excited that you guys are joining me here today. I am really excited about this episode because I'm doing it a little different. Um, If you've been listening to the show, y'all know that I like to get on here and we will take a lot of deep dives into um, scripture, a passage, or a message that God has given me. And today's going to be a little different um, because I don't have this like super long um, message to give, but really just want to talk to you guys about something that my pastor had discussed with us. And I really felt led to share it with everybody attached to this podcast. Um, We were recently in a leadership meeting with my pastor and he discussed that God had revealed to him that this year, 2021 is the year of connection. And it really didn't, um, It didn't at first really click with me, um, that message, not that I didn't receive it. I believed it, but I really didn't understand the magnitude of connection. And so it was, um, not until God really started to show me and really started to develop, um, relationships and different connections within my own life recently that I really understood the impact of connection. And so y'all know, I love definitions here. So I'm coming with a definition, um, Um, Connection is a relationship in which a person, place, 
thing or idea is associated with something else. And so it's really important that we don't, um, as believers, downplay the importance of connection. And so over the next couple of weeks, we are going to discuss different types of connection. We're going to discuss friendship. We're going to discuss mentorship and really, um, just kind of take the opportunity to observe and glean some information from different relationships and different connections and the impact of connections throughout scripture. Um, it is so important to value and understand the importance of not just any kind of connection, but of a divine connection. And so a good example of that um, is something that happened to me earlier this year. Um, at the About the beginning of the year, I ended up divinely being connected to a young woman who had a platform and God had told me to speak a word to her and I did. And throughout us doing that, God connected us and I'm now in um, partnership with her and helping her build her platform. And it wasn't something that when I gave her the word that I was seeking um, out for, but God has really placed me in a, a position and an opportunity to um, have an impact on her life spiritually, to be able to have an impact on her um, business, and then also to be able to impact those associated with her organization or her platform. And it was literally somebody who I met through Facebook. Um, and so it just really goes to show that you cannot be too comfortable with how God makes connection. There are some people that God is calling you to be connected to, and we have to be obedient. We have to um, really stay mindful and be at the feet of the father to find out if they, if these people are, are um, people that we should be connected to. So that doesn't mean that you run out and you go to every networking event under the son. Um, this connection really developed genuinely, um, because I saw something that was of danger to her, um, and of danger to her mission and her organization. And God told me to speak on it. And so I did, when I reached out to her, it, I was simply being obedient to what God had called me to do, but then it ended up developing into this divine connection. And so over the last couple of months, um, God has really shown me, lots of different um, connections. He has moved and has really highlighted to me um, some connections in my life that he played a role in. Um, if you guys listened to the show last month, he God reminded me that at one point, y'all, I was a complete fangirl of Tatum. Like I just loved her mission. I loved everything that um, God was doing with her. And it was through a divine connection that now, you know, like she the homie. And I'd never really paid attention to the magnitude of that, to how one day a friend of mine gave me um, a, you know, suggested her podcast to me. And then fast forward three years later, we're able to um, do shows together and be able to work together and to learn together and to grow together. That is very, very significant. And so it's really important that you are being mindful that you are asking God to send the correct people in your life um, and that you are valuing connection, right? That seems very countercultural, um, but this is kingdom culture, right? Like we don't roll off of the culture of what everybody else is doing. The world will tell you that you don't need nobody. The world will tell you that, um, you know, you're good all by yourself. 
that uh, you can't rock with other people. Oh, I don't, you know, I don't talk to girls. I don't mess with women because of blah, 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 blah. All of that is a trick of the enemy to keep you isolated and to keep you out of connection. You do not want to um, not be connected. And the first, you know, the most important connection for you to have is your connection to God and your connection to the father that that relationship um, needs to be that vertical relationship needs to be intact first before you can have that horizontal um, relationship with other people especially for people who are um, like single and you feel like oh God I'm waiting on my spouse let me tell you being connected with people and being in friendships, being um, siblings, all of this, like, you know, familial relationships, all of this really is going to help you when you get married, because whatever you, um, you think <laughs> it happens when you get married, child, it's a lie. Okay. Um, there's a lot of growth and a lot of self-reflection that happens when you become married because you're taking two human beings that are imperfect and you are weaving them together. And so I think it's really important that we don't just, when we think of connection and we think of relationship, we don't isolate it to just marital relationship. You need to be in relationship with other people, even if you are single. Now they need to be divine relationships. Relationships, right? There's some relationships and some connections that you have with people that God is calling you to sever. Um, and so if that's the, the word that you're getting from God, you need to make room. You need to make room for divine connection and you're not going to get that just because the connection is convenient does not mean that it is of God, right? So there are some people who they're in these situationships where, okay, I worked with homegirl. And so we was best friends at work or we was best friends at school. Like even in high school, right? Your mama tell you all the time, um, them girls ain't your friends. You ain't gonna know them in 10 years. And for most of us that ended up being true, right? A lot of the people I have one, um, really good friend of mine who I still know from high school. But other than that, I don't know them people. Okay. So, but what it ended up being was that we had um, an association to the school, right? So when we look back at that, that definition of connection, we were connected because we were associated by something else, which was school, right? We went to school. We was there five days a week, eight hours a day, you know, we, that, so that was my best friend. The same thing happens with us as adults, right? You think that these people are your bestest friends ever and you're connected by something. Some of us are connected by trauma to people and that's not, you know, that's not something that we need to be um, basing connections off of, but it's so important that the thing that you're associated with, the thing that y'all are connected by is God because that is then a divine connection and it's going to be able to excel and propel the things that God wants to do within the earth, right? So it's so important to understand um, that in this year of connection that God is calling us to come out of our comfort zones. He's calling us to sever ties from people, situations, places, and things um, that no longer have room for us, that we've, we've gotten so used to it because it's convenient, but it's no longer conducive to what God is calling us to do. Um, it's important to understand that the first thing that God ever said was not good on the earth was when Adam was alone. Right. It wasn't because Adam needed to be body boot up. That's not what it was. But the fact that Adam was alone um, just showed that he needed to be in connection and in relationship with someone else. And God said that it wasn't good for man to be alone. So whether or not 
um, you get married. This isn't isolated to just a marital relationship because it's Adam and Eve. Look at Paul. Paul was a thug for, for the Lord. Okay, let's call it what it is. Um, Paul was out here getting it for God and he never got married. But Paul was always connected to other people. Paul was always in relationship. When you look at the book of Acts, when the um, when the disciples went out and they were doing um, God's work within the earth, they always went out in pairs, right? Paul was never married, but he had people like Silas, Titus, Timothy, that he was connected with, um, that he... Uh, was in relationship with, and they were associated by their uh, their work and their their will to want to do God's will here on earth. So it's so important that you don't sleep on the fact of, oh, I don't want to be married. I don't want to have kids that you don't need connection. That is a lie from the pits of hell. You really need to make sure not only that you're in connection with someone, but that the connection that you have is a divine connection that is ordained by God. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Check God's Resume Journal. Are you struggling with your waiting season? Do you feel like God has forgotten about you? Sis, it's time for you to check God's resume. This dynamic journal will walk you through building God's resume in your own life. Take the time to recall the goodness and the miracles that he's performed in your lifetime. The journal has journaling prompts, a place for sermon notes, and so much more. This is a great tool just to remind you of God's goodness in your life and an even better tool to be passed down to your children's children as they'll be able to recount your experiences with God. So get ready to recall all of the miracles that God has performed for you. I promise you when you check his resume he is undefeated click the link in the show notes to get your copy today now let's get back to the show you have to understand too y'all know I always say on here that Jesus is our example and when you look at the life of Jesus Jesus did not go through life um, without being connected he went out and he sought out connection um, with the disciples and it is so important that we are seeking out godly relationship that we're seeking out um, godly connection to be able to amplify and magnify the things that God has called us to do here in the earth um, and you know as the body of Christ right I think that some of it is that I always say everybody wants to be like the eyeballs when we think about uh, the body of Christ. When you think about the body of Christ or think about the body, right? Everybody's always complimenting you. Oh, girl, your eyes are beautiful, sis. Okay, look at them eyebrows snatched. Okay, look at them lashes popping. Okay, like, ooh right? But nobody ever is like, oh girl, the way your kidneys perform diuresis is everything. Nobody does that, right? Um, But we have to understand that just because we don't always acknowledge the kidneys don't mean that they're not vital organs. They are very vital organs. Let your kidneys get the cutting up and you out here on dialysis, right? And so I think that part of our issue with connection is that we feel like um, we all should be doing the same thing. And that is very, very, very wrong. Every organ in the body has a significant role to play um every every organ in the body every person in the body of Christ similarly has a very important role to play some of us are going to be eyeballs right some of us are going to have platforms and be out here speaking and um you know writing books and doing all of these things but that does not mean that if that's not what God has called you to that does not mean that if that's not what God um told you to do that you shouldn't 
the one you shouldn't um, value your purpose because you are still a vital organ. Boop. I said that. Um, and second does not mean that you should not be in connection uh, with other people that are doing things different than you. Right. I am a nurse practitioner by trade, but I have friends of mine who are therapists. I have friends of mine who are um, the hairstylists. Right. And all of these connections are critical. I have a friend who are photographers. All of these things are um are beneficial and these connections have all been special to me in their own way and have really grown me as a person. And it's not because we're all doing the same thing, but it's, it's beautiful because a lot of times, um, they may be able to serve me in a way and I may be able to serve them in a way, um, that's beneficial to them that helps them continue their work in Christ. So it's so important that you understand that, um, your connections don't have, you don't have to be doing the same thing all the time. A lot of times we also need to, um, get out of this idea that we don't, uh, that we don't, intermingle. I feel like we do it inherently as people um, that, you know, a lot of our friends may look like us, but that also should change as well. We need to be um, unafraid to connect with other people within the body of Christ that have different lifestyles than us, that look different than us, that have different ethnicities than us, because that's what heaven going to look like. Like, that's what we all going to be up there. It's not going to be just me and my, you know, me and my sis. I have friends who are black. I have friends who are Latina. I have friends who are um, who are like I have a friend from Bangladesh, right? So these are all people who are a part of my life. Um, and so when we make these connections, I really just want to urge you not to limit yourself based on what you think things should look like, based on what's comfortable to you, based on oh we should be doing a lot of the same things, based on oh we should um, all look alike, right? These are things that um, will keep us from being united, like my pancreas don't look like my kidneys and they got a job to do and they both function well together. So it's really important that you understand as a body in order for us to function, there has to be connection. In order for us to function, there has to be communication, right? And the purpose of um, of our physical body is to be at equilibrium, right? A lot of times if something goes wrong, um, your body will compensate. So if you are... Um, I don't know, y'all. I'm trying to think of this off the fly. Okay, so if you are, if you have a diabetes, right, and your diabetes are uncontrolled, your blood sugar levels will get high, and you will start producing what's called ketones. And it's an it is an acid, and your body, your lungs, automatically will start to compensate, and so you'll start breathing and having increased work of of breath. Um, to help your body blow off some of that acid. Your lungs does it automatically. It's not something that uh, you're like, you know, you have to flip a switch to do. Your body just starts to compensate for that. If you have a large amount of of blood loss, um, you'll have increased heart rate and all of these different things will happen because your body is trying to compensate for this loss in this state of shock. And so in the same sense, um, when we're in connection, we're able 
able to uh, function as a body with our purpose. So not having equilibrium like our body, but our purpose is to bring people into the knowledge of Christ um, and to kind of have that that equilibrium within the body of Christ that we're going out, that we're serving God's purpose. We're fulfilling the great commission of um, of Matthew 28, where we've been to- told to go out and make disciples of Jesus Christ. Right. That's our purpose, period. Okay, so quit saying that you're looking for your purpose. If that's for you, it ain't lost, bay. God's not being quiet. He's just saying that he said what he said. So your purpose is to bring people into the knowledge of Christ. Now, how you do that is different. You may be a kidney. You may be a finger. You may be an eyeball. Like, who knows? And so it's so important that we remain in connection because you will be able to help meet a need, be able to compensate um, the same way that our physical body does so that we're able to get more done throughout the earth, right? So many of us are so segmented and so um, so small-minded sometimes when it comes to the things that God wants to get done and that's not going to be effective it is a trick that the enemy uses to try to divide us as a body right and so we need to no longer accept that we need to go out of our way um, in prayer and pray for the connections that God is bringing our way pray for the connections that God has already established evaluate connections and ask God which ones we need to remove from our lives and making sure that we are truly um, in divine connection and we're able to go out and build um, and that our our thing that kind of binds us together, right? Back to that definition is that a, a person, thing, or a place that is associated or connected by something. The something that we are connected by is Christ. The someone that we're connected by is Christ. And so we should be able, um, even if we have different ways of doing it, different styles, we look different, we should be able to come together as the body of Christ to be able to connect, to go out and serve people, to go out and to be about our father's business, okay? Like, like I'm about I'm out here minding God's business, okay? It's not just about about me minding my own business anymore. I'm minding God's business the same way that Jesus did at 12 and he was in the temple, okay? And y'all know I always joke and say he was on punishment for 18 years after that, but that's beside the point, okay? Like we want to be about minding God's business. And when we do that, um, it'll change the way that we operate. When we do that, we're no longer looking to fulfill our own selfish endeavors. Um, it's not just about being connected with somebody because they have a platform. There are people that I'm connected to that have been so vital and valuable in my life. And y'all wouldn't know them if I said their name out loud. Like that's, that is not a, uh, a litmus test the fact that they have a big platform that is not what needs to to be in in place for you to be connected to them there are some people that are doing amazing things that you will never hear about that God wants you to be connected with and so it's so critical that you're not um using your own selfish ambition using your own um your own wants and desires to guide how you connect with people. Ask God to show you who you should be connected with and then ask God to show you who you should be disconnected from so you can make room for those divine relationships. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Producer Society. 
The Producer Society is an online membership group for women looking to draw closer to God, to develop godly community, and to produce everything that God has called her to. Members of the Producer Society receive early access to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast episodes, monthly Bible studies, exclusive online events, and so much more. If you are ready to get connected with other women who are chasing after God and wanting to produce His purpose in their lives, then this community is for you. Visit www.producersociety.com to start your free 30-day trial today. Now let's get back to the show. Hey sis, are you enjoying this week's show? I pray that you are. Make sure that you connect with us and you keep the conversation going. Follow us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk. Make sure that you subscribe to the show, you rate the podcast, and you leave us a review. And don't forget to share the show with your friends, your coworkers, your mama and them, all the people. Okay? Okay. Now let's get back to the show. So when thinking about connection, I definitely um, want to discuss what connection provides, but even thinking about our connection with Jesus, right? Our connection with Jesus, us um, becoming connected with him, us becoming and sealing our relationship with him provides us with salvation. It provides us with access to God. It provides us with the Holy Spirit, who's our advocate. We get all of these benefits, um, this inheritance package from being connected to him. And so if you have um, any doubt that this is a word from God, um, just understanding that God calls us to be connected with him. And so with that, we know that he values connection. And so that it's really, really critical that you don't um, miss out on being connected, not only with God, but with other children of God, so that we can continue to experience and grow in God um, even that much more. So I have three things that I want to share with y'all that I found um, is provided with connection. And so the first thing is that connection provides the opportunity for growth. And the scripture that I, I'm associating with that is Proverbs twenty seven seventeen, where it talks about how iron sharpens iron and so that we are called to sharpen one another. And so when we discuss connection, please note that connection isn't always going to feel great. Connection is going to come with pruning it's going to come with people holding you accountable. I have friends of mine and people who are connected with me that can call me and let me know, sis, you tripping. Um, no, I wouldn't have done that, right? So just because we're connected, um, being connected doesn't mean that you are my cheerleading squad um, only, right? They cheer for me, but if I'm tripping, they will say, no, nah, you tripping, <laughs> okay? Um, that is not what you need to be doing. That's not, not what God has called you to be doing. They're going to they're gonna stretch me. Um, they're going to uh, sharpen me, right? So when you think about how um, iron is sharpened, that's not soft. It doesn't always necessarily feel good. It, there's a, a grinding that has to take place, um, but the result is beautiful. And so understand that just because you may disagree with somebody or just because they uh, give you a word that convicts you, right? Convicts your heart that you, you cannot be so immature that you disconnect from them because they're trying to sharpen and grow you right um we have this really really politically correct culture um that 
a lot of it is making us soft, honestly. Um, there's a there's a level of respect in respecting other people, but me as a friend, like a lot of people who are really my friends, they know that I come for the jugular looks as I love you, but you tripping. Um, this is not how we act. This is not like my friends know I like when I send you the eyeballs emoji or say, uh, we gotta talk because you out here wilding out, just know that when I come for you, it's not to condemn you you but to show you yo this isn't the character that God has called you to have um and so I know you can do better and you gonna do better I'm gonna have to beat you up because all everything I'm out here um so you know it really is a call for us to sharpen one another and in the same sense my friends will tell me girl you tripping okay like shout out to my friend Jenny because Jenny be quick to tell me like sis you want another one like you ain't this ain't even that big of a deal pull your life together I'm gonna need you to pull your life and let's get let's get pressed in right and so it's it doesn't always feel good. I don't always um, love those conversations, but I love her for them because she is sharpening me. And I know that it's coming from a place of love. And I know that because she's connected to God, right? So that's the difference with divine connection. When when it feels like, uh, we always say, you coming for me, me and Jen. When it feels like Jen is coming for me, it's because I, but I, it's, I don't get offended because I know um, that she's connected to God. And so anything that she's feeling led to say to me, she's going to be able to back that back that up with scripture, back that up with the word of God, back that up with God's character. And the same thing for me, when I say something to Jenny, um, when I have to correct her or, or when we are discussing something, I'm like, girl, you tripping. I'm able to then... Um, to validate that with scripture and because of my connection with God, because of her connection with God, there's all, it's all love, right? We don't have to be offended because, oh, you, my friend, you're supposed to agree with everything I do. No, the devil is a lie. Iron sharpens iron. So you being connected, divinely connected with the right people is going to be an opportunity for growth. Okay. The second thing that connection provides is backup. Okay. I love Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, where it says two are better than one because they are a good return for their labor. If either one of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though um, one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. And a lot of times we discuss this again when it comes to marital relationship. But even for single people, it is so important, again, for you to be in godly and divine connection with other singles. Because if you fall down, right? Because we, all of us have fallen short of the glory of God. They're able to help you up. It's that's, it's really, um, a trick of the enemy to keep you isolated to where you're swimming in sin. And you're like, Oh, I'm gonna just sleep with him one night, one night you keep doing it. Now you wind up pregnant. It's a whole thing, right? Versus you having and being connected with somebody who may share a similar struggle, um, who may, um, be able to hold you accountable, who may see you struggling with something and they don't go about and gossip about it. But that's why you want it to be a divine connection. But they're able to sit and pray with you about that thing. They're able to intercede on your behalf and war for you. Right. It is so important 
And it feels so good to know that you have somebody covering you in prayer, right? There's going to be times where you may feel fatigued, where you may not be able um, to battle on your own. That three braided cord is you, the person you're connected with and God, and that's not easily broken. So even if we go through a period where we disagree, even if we go through a period um, where we, you know, where we're adjusting and we're learning each other because we're still broken people trying to be connected to one another, we know that because God is in the middle of it, that relationship is not going to be easily broken. Lastly, connection will put you in, um, in faith that will carry you when you don't have the strength, right? So um, I'm reading uh, the story or referring to the story in Luke 5, 17 through 39. And this is when Jesus forgives and heals the paralyzed man. So the synopsis of the story is that there was a man who was paralyzed and he wanted to come and see Jesus. Um, he had a friend, he had four friends that were carrying him on this mat because he was paralyzed. They get there and the house is packed. Okay. Like ain't no way we get in here to see Jesus through the door. And so the friends carry the man up on the roof and tear the roof off of the house and lower the paralyzed man before Jesus and his faith. And Jesus says in um, verse 20, it says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven. So he forgives the sins and provides healing to the paralyzed man based off of the faith that not only the man had, but his friends who were connected to him had. I need to be connected to some people that when I don't um, feel like I can carry on, when I can't even carry on myself, that their faith is going to carry me. They're going to lower me uh, before Christ. They're going to rip the roof off. Okay. I need some friends that's going to rip the roof off of somebody's house for me when I'm in a faith fight. And so being in connection places you, um, in a place where you're able to lean in and you're able to draw from, um, the help of others, the faith of others. When you feel like you, um, you need faith or you're not feeling full of faith, that the faith of your friends, the faith of the people who you are connected to, will help not only support you, but they're going to put you back in connection with Jesus. So that way you can, you can be restored and renewed. So it's so important that we have connection. So let's go over that one more time. Connection provides the opportunity for growth. That's Proverbs 27 and 17. It provides the opportunity for you to have backup in the spirit. Okay. That's Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. And the connection will help carry you in moments when you um, may need the faith of another. And that's Luke 5, 17 through 39. So I'm really, really excited just about um, the next couple of episodes when we're going to be discussing um, divine connection. We're going to be discussing how to get connected and what that looks like. And I just pray that you guys really take the opportunity to start evaluating your own connections, evaluating and asking God to reveal to you um, the connections that are necessary and the ones that are necessary to um, sever in this season. It is so critical. God is doing such a new thing on the earth um, and you want to be in connection with God first and make sure that that connection is strong and then Ask him to send people your way who are going to help you grow, who are going to be your backup and who you will be able to lean on um, and who will be able to carry you when needed um, in times of a faith fight. So that is it for this week's episode. I will talk to you guys next week. Make sure you continue to love God, love people and love yourselves. Bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.